We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast hello and here we are we weren't sure if we were going to be here this week <laughs> I'm we very, thought we were we 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 had a hopeful yeah you know, all the hopeful thoughts all the hopeful vibes out there that we would be here again this week because we weren't sure if the Packers were going to make the playoffs but I am Shanna Monty is here um we are recording on Thursday night our buddy Nathan couldn't be here because he's at another sporting event he's always sports and around town <laughs> um so Daniel is here today our trusty backup who we love so much and uh Daniel always has a ton going on too yeah just call me I'm the Sean Clifford of uh Podcast. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> the big red dog of the pack a day podcast. So thank you for being here with us <laughs> on this Friday morning, getting ready. We are so excited because of course, Jordan love going to the pack or going to the playoffs for the first time, leading the Packers there. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I, you know, Monty and I talked about this last week with Nathan. I was not a Jordan Love be- believer in the beginning. I am all in now on Jordan <laughs> Love. I think he is a wonderful little lamb chop. Um, so, you know, I would love to know for you guys, like, how jazzed are you about them going to the playoffs after how this season started? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm super excited. Like we talked about, I mean, just being in this position is great. We didn't think it was going to happen. Um, and now a team that's super young and will be growing up together, you know, as they progress through the league, they get to experience, you know, what a playoff atmosphere is like when there's no hope. I shouldn't say no hope, excuse me, no expectation for them to contend. So you never want your team's first taste of the playoffs to be in a year where there's also a lot of pressure to win because like they, people think you belong there. You, you should be making playoff runs and that type of thing. They'll have, they'll, they'll be able to know what the atmosphere is like now. Yeah, this is extra credit. Like the Packers this season completed the assignment. They found out that Jordan Love is their guy. They developed 
all of their offensive weapons, like they've all taken a step. They see what the plan is for the offense moving forward. And I think we also found out like what needs to happen defensively <laughs> to to improve things moving forward. And so when it like got a new to coordinator, me, is that what you mean? There's a whole ho- uh, defensive coordinator. <laughs> defensive starts there. Starts <laughs> Starts there, and we'll <laughs> there's a laundry list on the <laughs> side. Um, but like week, you get to week eighteen, like good, the assignment is complete. Like you've you've done it, like you've turned it all in. And this is them saying, well, like why why don't you come back and you know if you there's an extra field trip you get to go on now because you did so great and you get to learn all this extra stuff that all the other kids aren't doing. Like this is just this is this is be, like literally best case scenario. I thought week I thought like even if they lose week 18 with still best case scenario this is the literal best case scenario yeah. go to a playoff game with this team who has figured it out offensively see give and get these guys like Monty said get them some experience in a situation where the pressure is not on them to go out and be world beaters there's literally no expectations just go out and see what it's like get that experience and so then Next year, when that window, I think, kind of officially opens, now you're not going in blind. Everybody knows what the expectation is of this is this is what we did in the regular season. This is what it takes to be a playoff team. And now we know this is this is just it's literally the best case scenario for the Packers this year. I feel like we're taking our kids and they just started swim lessons and we're throwing them into the deep end and we're like, watch you guys. And yeah. they along and you're like, as long yeah, as it's they, perfect. Yeah, as long as they don't sink and die, we're totally fine. As long as they yeah. fry really hard and bob around, we're good. We're good. Um, before you hopped on, Daniel, we were talking about the weather and um, how it's supposed to be for the Chiefs-Dolphins game. Like, it's almost an unsafe atmosphere for them with mm-hmm. how the wind is going to be out, like the wind chill and everything. I was just looking, and this is crazy. So right now in Dallas, it's 68 degrees on Thursday night, right? Sunday is a high of 31. So prime Packer weather for the Packers on the road in Texas. Well, they well, it was like, what was it, like 20-some degrees and snowing when they won the Super Bowl? Yeah, I was going to say yeah. for, for Super Bowl, yeah, 45, they were the, there was like an ice storm the week of the game or something like that, I remember. Wild. Yeah. That's wild, especially like a place like that where they kind of shut down, where they get hit with weather like that. Because they're just like, I I don't know how to function. And here we just kind of push it to the side. Yeah, I mean, the it'll be nice for it's so funny because we always talk about like what Packer weather is and stuff. But, you know, like they are playing right now on offense and they have been for a long time where they like playing in the Dome and Jerry World. Right. Like they they haven't lost there since it's been built. Um Malafleur's n- never lost there. Uh, there. Remember the Aaron Jones game in 2019 was great, and then this is this will be his second opportunity. So, yeah, I mean, the Packers' offense is kind of built to play on turf. Um, the they're throwing it at a rate. You know, Jordan Love is Aaron Jones has been really good the last three games, but Jordan Love's been winging it all season, and he's had some of his better games. Like, obviously, we're talking week two in Atlanta, even though they ended up losing that game. Um, but obviously, he looked great against both the Lions and the Vikings indoors. Like, he's been he's been a really good dome quarterback, and that's why this offense has been, like, putting up a ton of points. 
Yeah, I mean it's a it's a finesse offense at the end yeah. of the day. It's not you know it's not a smash mouth. Even when they run the ball, it's a it's sort of a finesse uh, running scheme. So yeah, they and that's why I think uh, this. I, I you could say Detroit as well, but I think yeah, this is a best case scenario for the Packers because uh, even if their defense is giving up tons of points or letting C.D. Lamb run all over them, you can easily get into a shootout with this offense if things are clicking in a, in a dome situation. So, Yeah, for sure. So what are you guys thinking for Sunday? How are you feeling? Do you think it's going to be like, a, oh, it's nice, it's really nice that they went there, or do you think that they have a chance against these Cowboys who have not lost at home this season? Yeah, not only that, they're scoring like almost 40 points a game at home, which is insane like to think about like that is ridiculous um i don't i will not be disappointed if they lose i'm i i'm probably going to pick them to lose by the time we get to that point in the show uh, unless i let dan talk me out of it by what he has to say (laughs) um like the I, i don't expect them to get blown out so that's really the only way i'd be disappointed um and part of that is i'm expecting a high scoring game but I'm expecting our offense to also be able to put those points up because I mean, Jordan love is playing right now. The, the stretch he put together over the last eight or nine games is very similar to when Aaron Rodgers did the run the table stretch, which was what some people say, like the best quarterbacking they've ever seen, like to like, you know, for two months out of a season. Um, So he's playing extremely well. Anytime you have a quarterback, you know, seeing everything extremely well, playing extremely well within the offense, that that momentum carries over game to game. So I, I definitely expect them to still be able to score some points on Sunday. Yeah, I, I think the only way I would be disappointed if this, this game ends up like that was a week four Thursday night game at Green Bay against Detroit this year. Yeah, I was like, they, looked- they just got dominated start to finish. Right, exactly. Like dominated, didn't even seem like they had an interest being out there, that they were discombobulated. There was no, you know, there was no, like the team was all over the place. There was, there was no uh, cohesion. I don't think we see that team anymore. Uh, You know, even, even in the two games that they lost in that last uh, bit of stretch against the Giants and the uh, Bucks, those were more, them getting beaten by somebody else's better scheme or just dumb mistakes that got made. It wasn't, yeah, they weren't, they were getting pushed around, right? They weren't, yeah, they weren't getting exactly. They weren't getting pushed around. Um, so they, they should be in this game. I, I am also leaning towards, they probably end up losing. I'm, I'm going to be obviously upset because it's the Cowboys, uh, (laughs) but And it's Mike McCarthy. Like you don't want to lose to Mike McCarthy. Right. Exactly. Um, You know, at the end of the day, like I said, like we've already won the season, like the goal of the season has been won. We don't need anything more, but sure would be really awesome to, to hear what Richard Sherman has to say. If (laughs) they beat beat Dallas and Jerry. And they're not, they're not thinking like that. I mean, they shouldn't. Right. But AJ Dillon literally said like, we're not just happy to be here. Like we still like the goal is still the same. Like we still have a, you know, we still have more to accomplish. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad to hear, and they're making it a point to, to say that, you know, that they, they're not going in here as, um, 
like a field trip, right? Like, like Shannon right. put it, like it's, right. it, it, or like you put it earlier, excuse me. So it, it's really more of a, for fans. Sure. Like we're happy with what happened. And now for us, it's, this is all cherry on top, but they, they, it sounds like they have the right attitude. And that's part of, you know, this team being so young is they don't know that they're not supposed to be here yet. So, you know, right. they're just, they're executing, they're, they're having fun. They're learning like from game to game. So they don't have any pressure though. Like that, the pressure, they are putting pressure on themselves to win, but yeah, I mean, you're not going to see that many people realistically pick green Bay to win this game. Right. And you know, like you, you talk about like the players and yeah, like everyone, every single player that is playing in a playoff game this weekend is going to say the same thing. It's like yeah. the goal's not, you know, the season's not over. We're, everybody's zero, not, zero. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. zero, zero. It's a week to week league <laughs> from now on, yeah. you know, it's single elimination. Like you got to do, you know, uh, next man up, all of that. Uh, but th- they're people. They're still people. And they know what the narratives are. They hear mm-hmm. what the narratives are and they see. And so that does seep into it a little bit. And so I think that it that has to play into some of this is that there is a bit of a cloud around Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Warranted yeah. or not that he's never been able to repeat what they did in 2010 with Aaron Rodgers. And he's been given loads of talent. He has one of the hottest teams in the NFL, and he gets to play this game at home. But there's still that cloud sitting there of what if they fail? And and honestly, it's kind of started to – it's around the, just the Cowboys organization. Yeah, I mean, he could, he could definitely get fired if they lose. I mean – yeah. They're, it's yeah. crazy that they're literally the two seed. Like they've been one of the best teams all year. But I mean, Jerry Jones is on the radio, like, "Well, we're gonna take it game by game," and like he certainly didn't give him any kind of "you're safe." Like, yeah, if they lose this game, that they're expected to win by pretty much everyone, like we said, to his old team. Like that optics is just crazy. And now you got like Bill Belichick and Nick Saban are out there, like. I was just going to say, I mean, Bill Belichick could easily slip in there, which yeah, would be if, wild. If, if there's any owner that likes to make rash, emotional decisions when it seems like there's a better option, it's obviously Jerry Jones. So, yeah, but like the, the there's pressure. There has to be pressure, at least in the back of the minds of these players. If if things like kind of start to go a certain way in the early on in the game, easily that starts starts to kind of oh yeah in the back of your mind of are we going to let this slip away? Like, or did we work all 17 weeks and win all these games at home for this? To yeah. Happen? I mean, if the, if the Packers come out and they, let, let's say they get up like 10, 13 to zero, or, you know, like that is going to be, a, again, like the, that pressure is just going to build all game. Well, I mean, you know what? I think go back to 2019, yeah. that, that, that game, that Aaron Jones game, I think the, the Packers were almost in a similar situation where the Cowboys were a decent favorite at home. Yep. They were they the Cowboys had an amazing team and the Packers jumped up on them early. And I think you could feel the mood in the stadium shift even through the TV. Like you could feel well, and you, shift. you know there's going to be a lot of Packer fans there too. Oh yeah, well, 100% all, of them. Always is. So, yeah. One of the best teams to travel. Um looking at uh, the injury report, Jair did not practice today. Again, we're recording on Thursday night. Uh, Dylan didn't practice. Jenkins didn't practice. 
Um, I mean, not really any huge surprises there. Kind of the one, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but the one that I'm looking out for is poor Romeo Dobbs that apparently was coughing up blood the other day. Like, what is happening here? Yeah, I mean, the so for me, like, first of all, obviously the Jair thing, like, that can only happen to the Packers, right? Like, <clears throat> he got hurt in a walk. Only to Jair at yeah. this point, right? Okay, but, pause, though. I watched that video a billion times. Of oh, him. yeah, it was, that, that was hilarious. Like, yeah. I, I want, like, that to be, like, I don't even know if people do this anymore. I'm old, so I don't, I'm probably dating myself. But, like, I would love to make that my ringtone. Your ringtone? Yeah. Back, back. Uh, it's I thought so you were saying you wanted to make it your ring back tone and go and do a real early. Oh, I'm, wow. I remember. Go back. That's there real. We <laughs> there we go. Um, but yeah, sorry. I just derailed for a second. But yeah, what is going on with Jair? Hey, friends. I'm sure you're all familiar with some of the hassles of finding game tickets at a reasonable price without all the headaches that go along with it. I've been on a bit of a roll lately as I went through one ticketing service that never sent me the tickets and I had to panically try to get a hold of somebody the day of the game. I had another service that didn't allow me to transfer tickets. So when I could no longer go to the Wisconsin-Iowa game, transferring the tickets was extremely difficult. It was just all so frustrating. That was until I found game time. Game time is so easy to use with a low price guarantee, event cancellation protection, easy to find tickets, and an even easier to use app. GameTime is the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds and they are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through emails and have those same panicky moments that I did the day of a game. So next time you're buying tickets, make sure you snag them using GameTime, stress-free. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code PACKADAY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PACKADAY for $20 off. Oh, and GameTime is also a great way to buy tickets for a holiday gift. Just make sure to use code PACKADAY. Download GameTime today, last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Hey there. I'm sure you've heard a ton about daily fantasy sports, but I'm here to tell you that you've never experienced anything quite like prize picks. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three points made plus receptions. Even more fun yet? Do you want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays under the Promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. I've had so much fun making prize picks a part of my daily fantasy sports routine. They cover all of my favorite sports, have a ton of variety and different options to choose from, and the player choices are immense. I even had a fun J.K. Scott selection the other day for the Chargers game. I recently had a big win on Saturday morning in a London game, and it just made the viewing experience so much more enjoyable. It's fun, it's exciting, it's easy, and there's a level of creativity and uniqueness about it that I really, really enjoy. So go to prizepicks.com slash packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash packaday using code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Yeah, I mean, the good thing is it it didn't sound like it's serious. Like Malivore said, he felt like it was a good idea to give him the day today. Because like, again, like if you ever rolled your ankle it could be really bad for like 18 hours and then mm-hmm. the next day you're fine. But I, I noticed that like Matt Schneidman said he wasn't in a boot or, or walking with a limp, like yeah. a noticeable limp. So I'm going to assume he'll be fine. 
Um, but as of yesterday, before this, you know, freak mishap happened, a- everyone on the 53 was practicing in some capacity. So mm-hmm. the injury report is crazy long, like it's been since what, week four? <laughs> but yeah. it's all like full practice limited, full practice. Yeah. Limited. Those yeah. are the only three that did not practice today Jair, AJ Dillon, and Jenkins. And they and they've been they've been given Jen- they've been giving Jenkins that one veteran rest day a week. Dylan again, like he had a stinger. So like, as just being a walkthrough, it's probably like whatever. I would tomorrow would be the day where you're where you really start to get worried if like none of those le- other three practice. Yeah, I agree. But the the thing is like, outside of Jenkins. You you're not really too almost worried if those other guys if no. Aaron Dylan don't play because we've seen that this team can win games without them. Not that they don't help the team immensely if they if they're not out there. But like last week against the Bears, they ran Aaron Jones 22 times. No other running back got a single. I'm rush. I'm a little. I'm, this is very selfishly because. I love AJ Dillon. I really hope he gets to play in a playoff game, but like, or another playoff game. Um, But not having him. Yeah. Aaron Jones is getting his touches because there's really no other option. Like Emmanuel Wilson is back now, which will help. But again, you're not going to give him the same number of carries you were giving AJ Dillon when they were splitting time. So he's being forced to use Aaron Jones. And we said last week, this is as close as you can get to fresh legs at this point. Cause he missed so many games. Like, keep feeding him and he's he's i think he averages like six yards a carry in at&t stadium he's averaging like over 120 yards a game like total yards like he should be the the cog that they run the offense through in most games but especially in this one in my opinion because you're gonna you're gonna want to do all you can to keep Dak off the field yeah he's a beast i can't he he's he scares me a little bit too much uh, who's going to be the player that you're going to watch the most, though, on the Packers, and why is it Bo Melton? Because <laughs> that is my new favorite. Next to Aaron I'm obsessed with him. Yeah, he is, and he's doing everything. Like he he had like two carries against the Bears, and one he just ran guys over. Like he's he's definitely one of the most fun players to be watching. Um, but I'm going to go with Dontavian Wicks because he's been my favorite Packers receiver this year. I mean. No, not like obviously no slight to Jaden Reed or anything, but Wicks is just, it's insane how productive and efficient he is. Like I don't, it, there's no incompletions to him that stand out. It seems like every time he gets thrown the ball, he, he catches it. Like he's, he was highly targeted against the bears, obviously had the two touchdowns. Like I think he's the, the one guy that you can really take in this receiving core and say, Okay, we're not, we don't have to scheme you open. Um, we're not you don't rely on busted coverage. Like just go out there and beat the corner across from you, because I think they're going to have to do that quite a bit in this game because Micah Parsons can probably wreck the game. Like Walker and Tom have both been playing very well, but I think the ball's going to have to get out pretty quickly uh, on Sunday, and that's who I think could have a big day. Yeah, um, I'll give you two, uh, one offense, one defense. Offensively, uh, I'm hoping for the Lucas Musgrave revenge tour uh, to start here in Dallas because um, That'd be great. I, yeah, I love, uh, I love Lucas Musgrave. I love this. I just love this whole team. This team has been so fun to watch, especially <laughs> offensively. It's like 
I, I said on on Lombardi's bar last night, like it's it feels like uh, like the Mighty Ducks or the Bad News Bears or something. And like all these random kids have just been put onto a team together, and they yeah. struggled early on. It's just so refreshing. Like, yeah, it, right? it, feels, it feels just refreshing. It's It feels light. It's like watching yeah. a Disney Channel movie. It's, it's been way more fun this year. Yeah, yeah. we're entering the third act, baby. Um, but the the real thing with Musgrave, the Cowboys, I think I saw, like, they're 25th in DVOA and passes across the middle of the field. They are They are a little bit softer across the middle. I think that they're going to try to get in Jordan Love's face, especially with Micah Parsons. So I think hot routes – with guys like Kraft and Musgrave are going to be huge. And so I think Musgrave coming back, he just fresh legs. He's had like a, basically a whole month of, of no games, get him back in there, get him into the game plan. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun on the other side. I want to go with my uh, fellow Bowling Green Falcon alum, Carl Brooks, because uh, this is like, this is the time Carl, this is the time to show up against a really tough defense or a really tough offense your secondary is going to be looking for help, so you need to get pressure on Dak with just the front guys. Carl Brooks has four sacks on the season. Um, two of them came against Chicago, one of them against the Chargers. So, like, not really great offensives. So this is the time for you to step up and, like, really make a point and say, like, I- I'm taking my game to a next level with everybody else, and we're going to do the job for the secondary and get in Dak's face before they can get it to CeeDee Lamb. So I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge Carl Brooks there. I know he'll step up. My um mine on defense is um I'm gonna kind of cheat here, but I'm gonna say whoever they wind up playing across from C D Lamb most of the game, <clears throat> they really like to play C D Lamb out of the slot. And we know like Nixon's their slot corner. I really, really hope you're not matching Nixon on CD Lamb most of the game because <laughs> he put up like 200 on Detroit. He would probably equal that performance if they tried that. But yeah, the Packers are near the bottom or at the bottom, I think, of uh, in defense on defending slants. I think their passer rating uh, is like in the 140s. And again, like Dak loves the middle of the field. CeeDee Lamb is really, really good on slants over the middle. So, I mean, that's going to be probably the absolute biggest matchup defensively. I think my defensive pick is going to be Jair just because I feel like, okay, Jair is back. And I think he's got that confidence back. I think he needed a little bit of like that timeout that he got from the suspension. But Mm -hmm. I feel like, okay, Jair is back. We saw silly Jair the other day in that. Well, you know him as a fan, um, so I'm I'm all in on Jair again. My we, sometimes we make the, our bold predictions. My bold prediction is Jair is going to get a pick six. Ooh. Oh, pick six! Pick, I'm going. I'm going all out, baby. Pick okay. six for I'm gonna Jair. Say, Pack is gonna, back, baby. I'm going to say Ooh. my bold prediction is. I'm going to say Keyshawn Nixon gets at least one kickoff return over over midfield oh all right okay daniel i like that i i'm gonna say that this is uh i I think this is the aaron jones show i know i talked about musgrave and everything i think they be they're crucial in what happens today or in uh on sunday um but i think this is going to be aaron jones up the middle they're softer in the middle and i think that i think they can run him they can get things open in the pass game for him across the middle 
I think this is going to be a lot of Aaron Jones heavy. And um, I'll say I'll say it's it's close to like a replay of the last time. It was a three touchdowns, I think, for him in Dallas the last time. Uh, I, I think it's 150 yards and like two touchdowns for, for Aaron Jones. I like it. I want to I put this out here on the Pack-A-Day forum. I, I am predicting the very first play of this offense on Sunday. Remember the play they opened up against the Saints with? The running, yeah. you know, running back, they toss it back and Jordan fell down. I think they yeah. come out with that. I think they they have Aaron Jones running it now. Jordan is healthy. Or, you know, Jordan is uh, more comfortable. They're on turf. They're not on the grass. I think they go back to that well as their big shot on the first play of the game. Book it. That is I like it. an extremely bold prediction. Yeah. Wow. I love it. Okay. So speaking of predictions, do we want to talk about score predictions? Yeah. So uh, I, I, there, I see it. I do see a path to the Packers being able to win this game. I just okay. don't know if I have the faith that they, that they will. So like I said, I think they're both going to score points. The, I think the only way green Bay wins this one is if they hold the Cowboys to under 28. Um, like, I, and that seems like a high score, obviously, but again, like they're scoring almost 40 at home. Yeah. Like the, they're going up against a much better opponent offensively than they faced in the last month easily. So um, I'm going to say I'm, I got the Cowboys winning this one. So I'm going to say they win this one 31 23. Okay. Daniel. Yeah. Um, I was just, re- I rewatched part of the, 30 for 30 documentary on the Boston Red Sox beating the Yankees. And that's rude. Uh, but okay. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there was, there was that, there's that whole scene there before game four where they, they says you better put us away today because if we win today, we're going to win tomorrow and we're going to keep winning and we're just going to win the whole thing. And so that's my thing to Dallas is you better put us away today. Cause if you don't, this team is scorching hot and i think they go all the way that being said i think they always win 38-27 wait, wait so you think if, you think if they you think if they do it you think they're going to beat the niners at this point if you go that would be, Dallas, can you imagine Dallas, if that was beat the cowboys this cowboys team that didn't lose at home with this offense with joe Barry's defense I think you could take on the monsters. Like, anybody <laughs> like, can you imagine after all we've after all we've been through with the Niners that like this is the year that we beat them? <laughs> that, if that's, by, if that'd be insane. Outward miracle that this scenario happens, I'll be the most insufferable man in the <laughs> world. Yeah. You just have to laugh because you gave this like inspirational speech. Like they can do it. That being said, I think the Cowboys are going to win. <laughs> Cowboys probably Cowboys probably win, but it's a probably and it's probably a two score game within 14 points. Yeah. <laughs> I read today that the Packers have a one percent chance of going to the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. So Daniel, you better put your money down because I wanted to put money down yesterday that it'd be a Packers Bill Super Bowl. It's a big payout right now. And mama wants a videographer for her wedding. So I kind of think I should do it. Um, I feel like it's going to be a high scoring game. I think that the Packers really are going to show up. I don't think that they're going to get demolished by any means. Um, I'm going to say that it is the Cowboys winning as much as that pains me to say, because like you said earlier, this has been such a fun team to watch. It has been an honor to be a very small part of it um, and see them really flourish with Jordan Love. But I'm going to say 
28 Cowboys. I hope, I hope we're doing this next week. We all look stupid. I hope we look. I, I hope we look stupid. the dumbest next week. <laughs> the absolute dumbest. Put me on freezing, freezing cold takes, baby. I want it. There we go. Yeah, I can take it. I I'm ready. <laughs> all right, you guys got anything else this week? Um, Monty the only thing- got some stats up his sleeve. Monty is. Oh, by the way, before we go out of this, I have been obsessed with watching Monty just go absolutely freaking viral all over the internet. <laughs> With the <laughs> that he had up there, um, we we don't have to talk about it, Monty. But you're kind of a Twitter celebrity right now. <laughs> beating the beating the Bears is always good for content and receipt pulling. So yeah, it's always uh, I, I love that that Twitter added bookmark because it just makes it so much more fun. He's just everywhere, literally <laughs> everywhere on Twitter. It's Monty. Like I saw a friend of mine post a screenshot of like a quote meme that was a, a Monty tweet, and I was like. <laughs> I did a double take. I was like, Monty? <laughs> it, it, it left my intended audience, and that's that always gets scary when that happens. <laughs> you leave so the funny. Packer orbit. But if no, you... I, go ahead, Monty. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, yeah, if, I, I was just going to give the outro. If, you, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Ferturgeson, F-E-R-D underscore T-U-R-G-E-S-O-N. And I'm also uh, on Last Call Lambo on Game on Wisconsin, and that will also be out on Friday. There you go. Daniel? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DK all the way. Uh, I'm on Pat or uh, I'm on Lombardi's bar every Wednesday on the game on Wisconsin YouTube channel. And just follow me on, on social for anything else. Uh, anything else I got going on. Anything bluey related. He's got you. Um, you were going to, wait, you were going to say something, right? They, yeah. They are dropping more bluey episodes tomorrow. <laughs> on Plus, so there may or may not be bluey content coming out here soon, but no, the one thing I was going to just end with is just remember the old words, mama, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Ooh. Okay. Look at him. Just throwing, throwing those insults out there. Um, what I was going to say too, shameless plug. Um, I had Maggie Loney. I remember that her name is Loney because it rhymes with baloney. Because um, <laughs> I was like, is it Loney? She's like, rhymes with baloney. But I had Maggie Loney on my Women Crushing It Wednesday podcast last week. She is fantastic. She is also a part of the Pack a Day podcast. So you can check that out, my chat with Maggie, Women Crushing It Wednesday on our free iHeartRadio app. And um, also, Another plug, sorry, um, the game is going to be on 97.3 The Game and the rest of the Green Bay Packers Radio Network. You can also listen to that on iHeartRadio, and I will have the halftime and the post-game reports. As always, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Go Pack. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. 
all backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.